name is Connor Woodley. Co-hosting with me as always is... Christian Saylor. And joining us today as a special guest is... Dubious. <laughs> Derek Dubious Dubon, a friend of ours, is going to help us dive into this topic of the legalization of marijuana in California. Mary Jane. That's right. Yes. All the crazy, terrible names for that awful drug. The Reefa. The, the Reefa. Um, so we're going to start off with a little background on the law. California this past year voted on, I think it was Prop 64, uh, a proposition that essentially was legalizing the use of recreational marijuana, which Oregon and Washington had already approved. Other states like New York had it up on the ballot as well. It passed 56 to 44%. And as of January 1st, um, it's it's legal to smoke weed in California recreationally. No longer do you need the medicinal thing to get around it, um, if that's your kind of thing. But there are a few stipulations to the law here in California that I think are important to note. Number one is recreational use basically means at home. You still technically can't openly smoke it in the street. You can't get high and drive. That's still a technically. DUI. Techni- <laughs> technically. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> Just looking at Derek right that's, now. That's dangerous, man. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We're getting there. So you can't, you still can't be high at work. Same rules basically apply as alcohol. It's all the same stuff. Um, so you, you can kind of think of whatever rules around being inebriated with alcohol at certain institutions, you can't be with marijuana. It's essentially the same thing. Yeah. Pretty much in your own home. I mean, if you're drunk walking down the street too much, they can still pull you over. Same thing with being high. I think they're fairly lax about it around here, even before this law was implemented, especially up where we are in San Francisco. Yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd see people like openly smoking in the street, and it was just kind of whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Cops would just look the other way. It wasn't really a big deal. And feels like the same here in L.A. But what I want to get into today is... What does this do for California? We're not going to get to the boring economical impact because we know it's going to bring in a ton of revenue. People will pay. That's why this law was on the ballot. We all know it. But I'm going to throw it to Christian first. Do you think this law really matters? Uh, No. I mean, people are doing it anyways, right? Now it's just, now you can just do it in public. Hmm. I mean, it's one of those things. Sort of. uh, Yeah, I mean, sort of. You can't just, you know, light up in front of a family at Disneyland, but... (laughs) Um, Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Watch. <laughs> Watch um, I mean, it's one of those things like people are going to do it regardless. So they figured out we're going to legalize it and make mm-hmm. a shit ton of money off of it because it's a multi-billion dollar industry. I mean, you can tax it now. You can do all these different things. So, um, I mean, the law. Yeah, I guess. The law. Is I, the people law. are going to smoke no matter what, but this just is a way for California to get something from it. So. And maybe regulate a little bit. Yeah, maybe. But he's right about it. Now that it's profitable, it's more socially acceptable and mm-hmm. makes it easier to invest in. Yeah, just not in front of the kids. <laughs> that, that's right. Shouts it's, to but LA. It's, but it's same as alcohol, right? It's the don't be crazy drunk in front mm-hmm. of your kids. That's still considered to be a frowned upon thing in society. Yeah, I mean, no one wants anyone like pissing on their mailbox at three <laughs> in the morning. Like, it's the same thing. Like Those dark kids. <laughs> those, those you damn kids. So, essentially, it's... All rules apply to alcohol, other illicit substances um, that you would apply to weed. It's it's not anything new in terms of legislation. It's essentially what we've had for years, just kind of applied to weed, I think, to a little bit more restrictive standard initially. I mean, I can't say I've seen any policing on it yet. At the same time, I don't think that it's this new revolutionary thing. Weed has been around 
out here for a long time. Oh, yeah. Listen to music, and you will find decades worth of people talking about the culture behind it. I wonder, though, what do you guys think? Uh, we'll go to Derek on this. What do you guys think that legalizing weed will do to weed culture? Will it change it at all? Mm, I don't think so. I think it will just be it'll just add to the influence of the social acceptance later down the road that's what i feel like public perception i feel like currently is they're still kind of like oh it's just some sort of culture shock with it when it comes to like oh someone's still smoking weed they won't like flip up about it they'll be like oh my god that's marijuana it'll just be like oh it's weed well do you think that could be more uh because of maybe the smell some people are like oh you know I feel like it's smell and possibly just a different generational thinking. Yeah. Because you got that, was it uh, Weedness Madness or something along those lines? Mm. A huge culture wave. Yeah. Like, hey, marijuana is horrible because the Hispanics do it. Or were those like the boomer generation? Is that them? Yeah. I mean, even talking to some people from that generation, they'll just be like, oh, you know, like, I don't care. It's just my mentality is still, I think it's bad. I think it's horrible. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, it's still illegal. There's Mm. a reason for it, but... Obviously, if you look into any of the information about marijuana, it's super beneficial on mm-hmm. so many levels. Is that like, I, I feel like the research influenced it, medicinally speaking, in terms of what it can provide for anti-anxiety purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a real argument to be made here, and I'm not going to turn this into a pharmacological argument, but there is a real argument to be made that a lot of the pills we already take are bad for us that's like a really broad way of putting it but it's tough to measure that impact versus marijuana and a lot of people have been making that argument for years well i mean that, it's everything you take's bad for you. you take too many advil you're gonna get an ulcer like it's <laughs> i mean it's easy on the advil for those listening it's, just, <laughs> it's gonna ruin your liver ruin that's right that ibuprofen but like i don't do you think that do you think that now now that we've reached this stage of legality science will back off from researching the dangers of marijuana is it going to be more available now because it's it's legal it's an easier subject to enter into people might be more available or willing to participate in studies instead of like outing themselves as this like what was a cultural faux pas is now legal in some places yeah, what like, you're just a, an assumed pothead Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that where, was where kind of the old like, assumption like yeah. oh you smoke oh so what yeah so you what get high and deliver pizzas that's kind of yep. what people would think right you know that's your no thanks to pineapple express and movies yeah. that actually portrayed <laughs> that but shout out to pineapple express. yeah i mean yeah so derek like what's the availability like of actually you know obtaining something you know what what are the steps it's taken since yeah, it what, what is it right now here in california you want to go out and buy legal weed what do you do see i guess when it comes to personal use you can go anywhere. Like it said, there's apps about it. We got weed maps. You got Leafy. You got literally a whole base of just applications and technological, I guess, devices, anything you want to use on it just for weed. Like you want to know what kind of weed it is, what strain it does, how you're going to feel, the negatives of it, a little description where you can find it, a doctor's note. It's all found in like three apps for free. Who Jeez. puts those maps together? Uh... Usually, I guess they use just everything off based off Google Maps. You have a map about it. You can open it. It tells you you got storefronts, you got deliveries, just any kind. Of, if you want to search specific weed, you just type it in. It'll give you the nearest location where Damn. you can pick it up. So who? Damn. I guess who enters all this data about a specific 
you know, strain. So, you know, oh, this one will, the side effects are, you know, blank or it'll make you feel like blank. Who, where did they get that from? Usually. Just firsthand experience? Distributors? Well, I mean, you can always go firsthand experience and they usually have all the comments. You can just read from people. Like reviews. It's like yeah. Amazon. Exactly. Okay. Like, there's always going to be like, oh, this is stupid. You know, this is, it's like a Reddit for weed. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, the guy will be like, oh, this is fire. Hashtag fire. You know. <laughs> That's hot flame. Yeah. So, I mean. See, the, the thing about when it comes to the research part of it, which is the annoying part, is that personally it's easy to get, but when you go on the federal level, none of the universities or any of the research facilities can use weed because it's still Schedule 1. Right. And technically, if it's Schedule 1, there's no medicinal or any purpose other than the fact that you you know you want to get higher abuse. Right. So for me and all the other newbies, what's Schedule 1? <clears throat> Schedule 1 is basically drugs have no medicinal purpose whatsoever. Okay. Like, they can't be used. They're basically only used to either for recreational enjoyment yeah yeah Yeah. exactly so if you're on that list you have to go through federal approval to get to get that substance and that's basically the only kind of legal way a university research facility can get it and because it's schedule one they probably hand out not enough to do the research that needs to be maybe an eighth or it's very minimal amount that actually needs to be, you know, compared to what actually needs to be used to get relatable data. Right, mm-hmm. to figure out what people actually use on mm-hmm. a daily basis. Yeah. And that's why you haven't seen a lot of, you know, reports. There have been reports of marijuana this, marijuana help this, marijuana is good for cancer, you know, as everyone knows. Mm-hmm. It's good for anxiety or a multitude of other psychological effects. But there yeah, won't be Pain enough. treatment, exactly. you know, et mm-hmm. But they won't officially have kind of a huge amount of results that can, you can actually use reliable and kind of use kind of push the social movement like hey here's the data it's in numbers everyone loves numbers because you can't dispute that's right you you can't break the numbers yep so that's what everyone's trying to get so that way they can be like hey all this propaganda you heard in the last 50 years it's all bullshit like this is actually really good for you it's just the pharmaceutical companies and you know yes conspiracy theory you can totally go into it but i mean come on yeah i feel like we're there if there's something you can grow that can fix all these problems that these 20 pills could fix, who's not going to do that? Also, I want to throw in here something that kind of relates to the use of marijuana versus drugs. I I think there's a lot of science left to be done to tell us. Me personally, I'd like to see more of it. You look at Prince, Tom Petty. Tom Petty was accidental drug overdose, same with Prince. These are uh, prescription drugs. We're talking painkillers. A lot of noise about the NFL with the use of prescription drugs, Mm -hmm. um, treatment after their playing years. And it's probably been the strongest argument in favor of weed if you're making that moral argument, if you're talking to someone who is genuinely against it, that it has serious benefits for uh, reasons that pills can take care of, but it might not have the same side effects. Because when you're talking like Vicodin, Oxy, stuff like that. Norco. Yeah, you're yeah. you're talking really powerful shit. Mm-hmm. Like people don't people that pop those all the time. A lot of people don't realize like really what they're taking with the opioids. Those are not ibuprofen, over the counter, whatever. Like those things are serious, and we've kind of in culture put marijuana and other drugs on a separate spectrum. But because the doctor says prescription pills is okay. It's fine. Something like Darvocet, which was fine as a painkiller until they realized it wasn't. And so I I think now, personally, I think we're going to see a great uptick in research. I think it's going to matter as the acceptance gets higher. I think people will not, like researchers won't be afraid to broach the subject. 
I think it'll be a fun topic of research, one that impacts a lot of people. And I don't think it's going to be that hard to get people who smoke weed on a daily basis to come in to do these studies. Like, hi, come talk about your experiences. So, I mean, I, I think that this is probably just the beginning, but I still see a lot of drawback because we're in California. Like, we're not in places where weed is a massively, considered to be a massively terrible thing. We're um, in a bubble. We are in a bubble. And, like, most of us, like, I personally don't really care. I was, I was fine. Yeah. Um, I voted yes on the measure. I wanted the tax dollars. If people are going to do it anyway... Like, let's go for it. Yeah. That's where I stood because I'm pretty removed. That was my point. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, I had no I had no issue with it. It's happening anyway. We need to figure out a way to do it. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it? I'm on the same boat. I don't partake. Um, have many friends that do. Um, I've I've never cared one way or the other. Um, if you're going to do it, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm glad the law passed because you said there's going to be yeah. a lot of uh, mm-hmm. financial breaks for our economy. Um, California is really going to benefit from it. Um, I've, I've never understood the backlash. Um, you know, if people smoke, it's whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I, I really, I really don't give two shits. Um, um, it's a, I, I'm really, I think it's on what a five year kind of probation period. Is that what it is? Yeah. I think the state of California Mm -hmm. only had that so many, uh, yeah, so far. Yeah. yeah, so I'm really interested to see what happens in this quote-unquote probation period. Um, Research-wise, I'm really interested to see. I mean, you know, in college, we were, you're required to write a paper, and you're required to quote, you know, from these scientific journals, you know, quote-unquote. <laughs> I would really like for someone to, like, peer write. Peer-reviewed journals. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> a peer-reviewed <laughs> journal. <laughs> I would really like for someone to go and write a peer-reviewed journal on this subject and actually see... Is it going to happen? I mean, probably not. But it might. I mean, it might. But these are steps. I, yes, I these think are steps to finding out. Yeah, I just I think the research needs to happen. I think people need to actually put the resources toward it because, like Derek has said, um, it's not this thing that people assumed in probably the early two thousands of oh man, even you know, that. And I guess even and fifteen I, years ago, yeah, the shoot, campaign. Even this year in the NFL, Roger Goodell thinks. Smoking marijuana is worse than, you know, abusing your spouse. Giving his like, athletes, like, free pain pills <laughs> and shots at yes. halftime to get him back out there. Oh, my God. You smoked a blunt, though? Oh, yeah, you, six games. You can't remember your like, name. You can't remember your name walking around right now, but you smoke a blunt and you're done. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty bad. It's That's incredible. A it's so, a backwards mindset. Yeah, I mean, I see it's things old. like that. Old, yeah. yeah. No, it's completely backwards. So... Um, I think this is the needed steps to take with it. Um, and I'm actually excited to see what happens. So I am too. I hope that we here in California move kind of forward with this. Once again, from the research angle, that's just the research bias in me. I think that we have a pretty good chance with how large California's infrastructure is. And it's going to be the largest economic impact out of all the states simply because we are the mm-hmm. largest economy. It's just there's more money. Yeah, and it's a multi-billion dollar industry. It I, is. I saw a report there's like $270 billion worldwide, worldwide last year yeah. of marijuana purchases. That's a lot like, of money. Like, oh my God, are you kidding me? It's a lot of money. <laughs> like, and it's terrible to say just the money because I don't want to make this... The money. Yeah, I don't want to make this like a... Like, oh, we should vote for this because it's going to California more money. Like, yeah. screw it. Everyone's going to get high anyway. Yeah. Well, I do feel that way. I think the decriminalization of drugs in general is something that 
is starting to enter the public consciousness. We're starting to have a conversation about like other things. Like what is cocaine? Yeah. What is ecstasy? What is mm-hmm. with all the rave stuff that, that came out in the last few years? It's been portrayed a certain way, but Well that's that's sorry. a really good point because a lot of people have always portrayed weed as a gateway to these other drugs. Mm-hmm. You know it has always oh, been the classic you chain tame. You hear the comments, drug. whether it was from your parents or your grandparents or a friend's parent or whoever, of Oh, marijuana? Oh, well, that's just the first thing you're going to do. I mean, who hasn't that, heard that it, comment, yeah. right? I mean, everyone's, everyone's heard done it. it, but, you know, yeah. there was always okay. that thrown in, like, back yeah. in my day. And now day. look what they do. So, I mean, oh, yeah, exactly. Back in my day, but that was me then. I'm not going to. And I knew so many people, so many adults that grow it and use it recreationally. And they're in their 60s. Yeah. They're rich as hell, mm-hmm. and yeah. it doesn't affect them. So it's it's a large it's a larger conversation than just, like, weed ruins your life, man. So let's end here. Derek, what do you want to see um, now that the lead, weed, lead, weed is legal here in California, you know, officially speaking, what do you want to see um, here going forward from the weed community, from academia, etc.? I think the main thing I would like to see is just for it to go federally legal, just to them even to give it maybe a couple years. That way the research can be done. And the numbers can be drawn. And at the end of the day, they can finally, you know, tell to the public, be like, hey, all this, all this, like, like I said earlier, all this propaganda from the 50s and 60s, it was all just a ploy from the government. I know it's not, <laughs> it sounds kind of conspiracy theory, but it's I'm 100% here yeah, for conspiracy exactly, theories. So. Exactly. You know, talk to pharmaceutical companies, all that conspiracy. But in the end, I think if you just put the data behind it, where people can't dispute it, it's like, oh, but this and this, it's just, that's, that, that's your personal bias. It's, these are the numbers. You can't, it, I agree. You, 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 you can't fight this. That's mm-hmm. your personal bias. Yeah. If Which will that, always be there. Exactly. Yeah. And I think if that, once those are actually dealt with, you can push the social, you push the social acceptance of it. And then it won't even be like a big topic, almost like alcohol is. Alcohol kills. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is one of the biggest killers in yes, a long it is. time. But no, everyone knows Every this. Every year it is. Everyone knows this. No one really puts a thought to it. In the end, it's almost like, okay, like just it, it won't even be a topic of conversation. It's like, oh, you're doing weed. All right, cool. Be with the facts to straighten that out. Exactly. But it'll be like, okay, cool. But it doesn't kill anybody. It only helps mm-hmm. them. By any means, and there's so many means of taking it through oil, you don't have to smoke it. You don't need the carcinogens. There are too. There's drinks. There's edibles. Vape. There's food, <laughs> oils, CBD oils if you don't want the psycho, uh, active effects of it. It's all there. By any means. All right. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate you coming on the pod. Thank dropping you. some knowledge. Dropping some knowledge for the kids yeah, out there. Yeah. <laughs> trying to show them what's up. So if you guys um, enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. You're probably getting this on one of those three platforms, but just be aware we are on those platforms from here on out. We will be posting official updates to our Facebook and Twitter pages at Analyze This Pod. That's where you can find us for episode updates and whatever else we've got. Give it a follow. Give it a follow. So thanks for listening, guys. Have a great rest of your week. Peace.